0: Episode 4 of 94 Feet is brought to you by the IOS TV Podcast Network. I'm Jack Walker, and joining me as always is Evan Norris. So it's Monday, where this weekend we just watched LeBron James prove he's still the best player in the NBA. The MVP race kind of heats up, and the coronavirus continues to take over the world. Evan and I will also react and break down the surprising firing of Nets' Kenny Atkinson, how it plays into their new coaching search, Durant and Kyrie Irving, and the rest of the Eastern Conference. Here we go. Okay, so here we go. LeBron James and the LA Lakers, Evan. Um, Two impressive wins to start off the weekend. Yeah, Um, great back-to-back. Great back-to-back. I was so excited for it, heading into Friday night. Um, Obviously, we had LeBron versus Giannis, um, head-to-head matchup. Um, So, quick thoughts on that matchup, and then we'll get into the... The bigger takeaways from the game.
1: Yeah, I just thought these were two huge games for the Lakers. These are the Clippers, obviously in town rivals. Probably will see them in the Western Conference Finals, so it mm-hmm. was good to get a win over them. Especially they played very well. I thought LeBron took over that game. You know, floor general. You're talking about the Clippers
0: game first or the Bucks game? Clippers game. Oh, let's do the Bucks first. Let's do the Bucks. All right.
1: So in the Bucks game, I I also thought LeBron was great. Thirty seven eight and eight, taking 30-7-8. over that game. Um... The rest of the team played pretty well too, you know. Uh, I think Anthony Davis had thirty and eight in that game. Thirty and nine. Yeah, he did. He looked like a beast. He, I think.
0: Here, continue. My bad.
1: What's so What makes him so dangerous is I think he's a he's a similar player to Giannis. I think in the way he's a point forward, it's so he, he also can attack the the paint on the drive. Mm-hmm. He could bring the ball yeah. up. He yeah. played point guard in high school. Yeah, that. In high school, he had that huge growth spurt. He was actually a guard. He grew, before. I think, he grew like eight inches. Yeah. from
0: junior to senior year. Yeah, you're right. Um, Avery Bradley's been—he didn't really play well. The Bucks. he had the he game. He had the game of his Bucks. life on Sunday, but yeah. against the Bucks, he was—he was decent against the Bucks. He always, always plays great defense. Always plays great defense. Yeah, I love Avery Bradley. He just—he's kind of like a, just a know-how guy. He's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about LeBron Giannis specifically because going into the matchup, I kind of thought—I mean, back early in the year, the Bucks beat them, but the Lakers were on a. F- the, the fifth game of a five game road five game road trip, um, if memory serves. So, uh, going into this game, I was kind of looking forward to that matchup again because both teams were healthy and uh, there was no injury. There was no injuries um, on either side. Um, well, Giannis actually uh, yeah, didn't get injured. Well. Yeah, Giannis. That'd He'll be, be fine him. though. He's just after maybe a week. He'll be fine. Um, but yeah, talk to me about the matchup. What do you, what'd you like from it? The one on one matchup because yeah, when he when they were guarding each other, it was a spectacle. Yeah, and LeBron kind of I think got the best of him.
1: Yeah. um... Giannis, 10 for 21 on the night. Yeah, not he, a bad game by Giannis. I mean, he made some bad decisions, I thought, with the ball. Um, I think LeBron
0: overshadowed him yeah, on some one on one plays. Definitely frustrated, yeah, definitely frustrated him. Yeah, definitely frustrated him. I think when LeBron was guarding him, he was like two of six, one of five from three, a few turnovers. The fact that he took five threes is weird. When LeBron's on him, because, like, you know, you're 24 years old, you're at the peak of your athletic prime, probably, close to it. LeBron's not on his athletic prime anymore. At least we think. I mean, right? Yeah. But you know, Giannis taking five threes matched up against LeBron from a one-on-one standpoint. Like that was kind of that was kind of weird. I don't know.
1: I think the duo of LeBron and then guarding Giannis and then AD in the paint just to help out. Not so much. It really Javel affected and him. Dwight. And exactly, all these huge bodies getting thrown at Giannis. It's kind of what. It's hard to hang in there down low. It's kind of what. So he probably he resorted to his three-point shot a little bit, which isn't developed.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's certainly better than last year, but. Um, I don't think it's th- at that level yet, where um, you know they could threaten the Lakers in a playoff series. Um, in terms of the MVP race, obviously Giannis still has the edge because he's been just—he's just, he's, he's just he's been, been doing great this, this year. For, yeah, he's just been doing it for—I mean, the whole season, right? LeBron, LeBron's been doing what he's been doing for the whole season, but I mean, the Bucks have more wins. They're on pace for what seventy wins or so at this point, and then Giannis has all the statistical arguments besides assists. Um, I, mean, I think I'm going to have to
1: disagree with you on that. I think these past two games especially just prove how great LeBron's been this year and how valuable he is to that team. So you think, so you're, you're saying LeBron's the
0: MVP as of Monday.
1: Absolutely. I know they obviously improved their team with the eight hole AD trade, but they missed the playoffs last year and now they're going from worst to first. LeBron got hurt,
0: yeah. So mean, tell me why Giannis shouldn't be the favorite anymore. He still had two game. He still had a great game.
1: I mean, Giannis is great. He, I'm not denying his season. I think he's had a great season. One of the second best player in the NBA. I, I just would, think I LeBron's first. I would
0: say third. I, I think I would take Kawhi over him at this point.
1: That's another player who could be thrown into the MVP race, but uh, uh
0: play yeah. seventy games first, <laughs> right? Kawhi. Yeah, right. he needs
1: uh, he's up on the low uh, Yeah,
0: play seventy plus games first. Um, yeah, I mean. LeBron versus Giannis was, I mean, I think Giannis is, he's embracing that matchup, and I think so is LeBron, because he knows that Giannis is coming, and he wants to show, like, this is lo- this is LeBron's, you know, last, this is LeBron's last hurrah, right? Like, he's mm-hmm. not going to another team after this. He's probably going to call it a career in LA. I mean, you never know. You never but... know with Bronny and yeah. the Cavs, but, you know, LeBron's, this is LeBron's, uh, this is LeBron's year to kind of show the younger guys and like the guys who kind of dominated in his absence when he was injured. This is the kind of this is the year to kind of show them like I didn't go anywhere, you know. He's still I'm here. He's still here. He's still the I don't best player care. In the I don't NBA. care that I'm 35 years old. I'm still the best player in the NBA. I could take over a game in the fourth quarter. My intelligence, my know-how, my passing, my control on the game. Giannis still can't really close out a fourth like that Bucks Lakers game felt like a game 7 atmosphere. Yeah, it was and, very like, I kind of got I was reminisced by like the Raptors-Bucks series last year, where Giannis kind of like lost it. Yeah, their their offense kind of just goes into this like they have no second gear. It's kind of just like all right, Giannis kick out three. If or that enough, doesn't work, or, what do you do? Yeah, Middleton, they don't have another Middleton's plan. Middleton's great, but like, is he your really is he really your number two if you're going to win a title?
1: We actually we had this argument. He's a great Robin, can't be Batman. Chris Middleton.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's a great analogy because like this league's about Batman. Not Robin. Like, Anthony Great. Davis, he could be a Batman, but he's a Robin. That's how good LeBron James is. That's why they're title contenders. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Kawhi and Paul George. Um, like, Giannis is good enough to be t- your number one. I just don't think Chris is good enough to be your number two. He's, like,
1: but middle guy as a number two. Like, it, a decent it's hard. It's hard number two option. You could always get better, obviously, but... It's hard because Giannis...
0: You want a player Giannis, that could play well with, with Giannis. With others.
1: And Giannis, I, know, I think.
0: Yeah, it's hard because Giannis can't really shoot and he has plus a little hole in his game. So, like, it kind of. And that's where Chris Middleton's like great. If Chris at. Middleton was the number two against, next to LeBron James, <laughs> you know? Yeah. They wouldn't be as good as they are now, obviously, because Anthony Davis is a much better two than Middleton. But um, I don't know. I think after watching. We'll get into the Clippers Lakers in a sec. That's obviously the more interesting because they play in the same conference and whatever. Kawhi's running MVP, whatever. Um, but. In terms of this Lakers Bucks thing, if the Bucks were to get to the finals, I think that the Lakers beat them handily because Giannis has to guard Anthony Davis in that series, which in turn makes the Buck Bucks Lakers series a LeBron series because no one's gonna if stop the Giannis guard. If Giannis Antetokounmpo was guarding Anthony Davis over seven games, who's guarding LeBron James over seven games? Chris Middleton can't do that. In the first couple minutes they had Wesley Matthews on LeBron James. That, yeah, and then to start, yeah, I was laughing in front of my TV because <laughs> the first few possessions, he just passed the ball. He was being so passive. I was like, I hate when you do this, LeBron. Like, you need to just – you need to put your head down and go to the rack. And that's what he did. He ended up yeah. being the I leader always, on like, that team. I always question myself when I – like, I, like in hindsight, I like, why am I questioning LeBron James? He's been doing this forever. Like, I'm sure he knows how to win a basketball game. But, like, those first few possessions, he was being so passive and not not attacking uh, not attacking Wes Matthews. I couldn't stand it. But, obviously – um, that wasn't the case in the fourth as they as they took away and beat the Bucs. Um, all right, let's talk about the bigger game, um, which was only two days later. And after the Bucs game, LeBron was like, yeah, good win, good win. But, you know, we got to yeah. focus on the Clippers tomorrow. He had a um, nice glass of wine after nice the glass Bucs of win. Or two, actually. He probably had two. Um, all right. Not to mention he made that TikTok with his family and then just be honest and Kawhi in the same weekend. So pretty good weekend for LeBron. What was your takeaway from Lakers Clippers? Um, the Clippers scared me a bit.
1: We think of them as these title in contenders. In a good way or in a bad way. Bad way. Really? Okay. Uh, like the game could should have been closer. Paul George played great Yeah, which, you're not gonna get a better you're not gonna get a better yeah. Paul George game if you're Doc Rivers. Uh Kawhi also played great. He had twenty seven. Um there's just players that need to step up more on the Clippers, like Pat Beverly, one for three. Four rebounds, like, that's it. That's all I'm seeing. One steal. He's got to be better defensively. I feel like he didn't have that much of an impact on the game defensively. <clears throat> this was surprising. Marcus Morris, 0 for 9, 0 for 7 from 3, only one point. He shouldn't even
0: been on the floor. Like, that's not going to help you, you know, it's beat fine. the Lakers. I was watching the game, and I was just looking at, like, Beverly and Morris just, you know, walk up to LeBron during a free throw, getting in his face. Patrick Beverly was trying to slap the ball away. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, they had that that was like a loo- yeah, it was like a incident. dead ball or loose ball or after a, whatever in between a free throw or something, and Beverly tries to smack the ball out of LeBron's hands because he wants it back or whatever. And LeBron God gave him that like LeBron, elbow extension. Yeah, or... LeBron James being seven inches taller than he is, like that than Beverly than he is, you know, just didn't even acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Beverly, you have like I know you're Patrick Beverly. You try to like try to get be under tough, people's skins, yeah. yeah you be that to, like, pit bull. yeah, you be that pit bull to give yourself an edge on the court that underdog mentality. I love that. I respect it, but like you got to be realistic with your approach here. Like you're talking to LeBron James. I don't think you c- you can't be doing that. Yeah. And then Marcus Morris with his one of 10 self entering entering the fourth quarter tries to like you know, I mean be the hero, yeah, keep like, taking shots when it's not falling. Just just pass it, get rid of it. Yeah, I mean I was, I was talking to a Celtics fan the other day about his experience with Marcus Morris from two playoffs ago. And like you know, he kind of shoots you out of games, and we saw that. We saw that yesterday. We didn't see it literally yesterday, but we saw what yeah. we saw. What could be scary for Marcus Morris fans
1: when the Clippers um, acquired him? We talked about how he was a ball stopper. Yeah. shoots you out of games. We've seen that a couple times. I just wasn't talked about on the Knicks because <clears> they don't have anyone who who actually takes shots. So he yeah, was like expected t- to take yeah, most of the I shots. I couldn't agree more.
0: His his 19 a game season on the Knicks, so like through however many games. He was averaging 19 a game, and he was playing pretty well, but again, the Knicks. So exactly. How well can you translate his stats when he goes to the Clippers? I don't think you could do that. I don't think you could do that. Um, so Clippers-Lakers. Um, Clippers obviously headed, headed into the, uh, the matchup 2-0. I don't really take much from that opening, opening night game. That was LeBron and James' yeah, fair, first game first together. Game. Paul George didn't even play. Christmas was kind of telling, but... You know LeBron shot twelve threes on that game. I think his, I think he was hurting in his groin area. That's why he shot twelve threes. And like I can, get, I can honestly prove that because yesterday he went to the rim every time. So like clearly there was a difference in how he approached the game. Yeah, Marcus he definitely Morris. looked a lot healthier. Let me just yeah yeah he definitely looked a lot healthier. And let me just get this on the record: Kawhi Leonard cannot guard LeBron James. Marcus Morris can knock out LeBron James. Paul George can knock out LeBron James. No one can stop him. There was, you can only was, hope to contain him. Yeah, there was multiple instances last or yesterday afternoon where Kawhi was in isolation against LeBron, guarding him. LeBron had it in the mid-post pick and roll action. Like Kawhi can't. Well, if you get screened, it's one thing because you're out of the play. Like if Dwight Howard sets a screen on you, it's out, you're out of the play. But there was other instances where LeBron just took the ball, sweep, sweep through move, drives by Kawhi Leonard. You know, it goes to the rim with, with ease, honestly, because the Clippers, again, have no rim protection. Zubak played 13 minutes against the Lakers. He, had like one of, he was, like, one of four. So, I mean, the majority of the time, LeBron and AD are out there. It's, it's free reign of the paint, no?
1: Yeah, they, those are two great players that get into the paint. AD, like we said, he could, he could drive also mm-hmm. and finish,
0: like, amazingly around the rim. Yeah, and then we saw how difficult it, it's going to be for Montrose to guard Anthony Davis. Over seven games,
1: yeah, but I think Harold did a better job than Zubac at least. Oh, for
0: sure, because he's just bigger. Mm-hmm. Whatever the Clippers did on Christmas to kind of funnel AD and LeBron, because they got they got to really keep doing that. Yeah, I don't know what they did differently. yet last night it seemed like uh, maybe it was just these new players for the Clippers. Maybe their maybe their defensive chemistry was off. Their offensive chemistry was a little off. Kawhi Leonard had no assists last night or yesterday. Yeah, that's very strange. telling. Yeah. The problem with these Clippers to me. Like, obviously, they can beat the Lakers, and they're, like, they're neck and neck with the they're Lakers. They're talented enough to beat yeah, the ta- Lakers. Like, on if they paper. beat the Lakers, I'm not going to be surprised, but... <clears throat> the problem with the Clippers, they have no rib protection. They don't have a true point guard. Right? Patrick Webber yeah. isn't a point guard. Lou Williams can be, but he's not really. He's more of a scorer. He's, he's a not scorer. a true point guard. Speaking of scoring, he Small only, had, he only had seven points last night because LeBron was hunting him out on switches, like he did to Steph and Clay in the, uh in the finals. That's, like, a... When you're going up against LeBron James, I mean, like, if you have one liability on defense out there, he's going to hunt you out. He's going to he's going to make a guy like Doc Rivers take Lou off the floor. That's a great thing about LeBron. His basketball IQ is
1: so high that he's so good at exploiting like opponents' weaknesses. Mm-hmm.
0: Something Giannis is good at, but not in the stratosphere of LeBron James. Yeah, nowhere close. That's pretty much the reason why I think that. I don't know why we keep I don't know why we keep harkening back on Giannis, but. I think that that is the re- that's the ultimate reason why he, they have a ceiling. The Bucs. it's because Middleton can't be your good isn't isn't good enough as a number two and Giannis just doesn't have the know how or the or the jump shot yet. Um, so yeah, all right. Um, back to the Clippers. So if I told you in two months that they would play in a series, what are you telling me after that? Like what's going on? Lakers Clippers. Yeah.
1: I think Lakers take it in
0: seven, in six. I'd say it's go. Let me ask you this, actually. It's it's going at least seven or six, right? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. That series is also
1: going to be crazy because there's technically no home. There's no home games bench. for the Clippers. Yeah. Good
0: point. And there was no home. There was a little home. There was a little home cheering for the Clippers yesterday, but I mean, yeah, no. It was. It was, was
1: definitely definitely a mix of fans. I'd say. I feel like the Clippers
0: fans. They're, they're not real Clippers fans, but no. They, 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 yeah, they were watching the Raptors last year, and they were like, oh, I'm just going to root for this guy when he comes to the Clippers. That's what I thought of happened. Um, so you would take the Lakers in a series?
1: Yeah. Who would you
0: take? <laughs> Lakers. But I'm not as sold as other people, even though I, like, I want nothing more than LeBron to, to win the title again. But, I mean... Avery Bradley isn't gonna score twenty four every game. No, but I just think like there's players
1: that like Avery Bradley's not gonna score twenty four like every game. But there's players like Danny Green could step up, um, you know, Kuzma if he's on, he's Kuzma on. Kuzma
0: played really good defense and was a great rebounder? Yeah, he had yesterday. that nice block last night. Who was that against? I'm not sure. Uh, might have been one of the Clippers stars. I think it was.
1: It might have been
0: Lou Williams. Maybe. I think. Anyway, he just. He plays, man. He Kuzma, he doesn't really like fit in with the. Uh, he, with can't, LeBron, he doesn't really NAD. fit on the court with LeBron. Nad, he can't be that third guy when they're on the court together. I don't think he gets the ball enough, and he's a rhythm guy. He needs the ball, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he played really good defense last night or yesterday, and then mm-hmm. rebounding the ball. I mean, he can he can affect games, I think, enough yeah, for like, them to win. He has
1: the potential to step up for them if a player yeah. like Avery Bradley, Danny Green's not having a good night. He could be. That like just that boost off the bench that could help LeBron and AD just play their game. I think, I just
0: think what it comes down to is, like, y- these games come down to who can, who can get a good look in the fourth quarter, and uh, LeBron James is probably what the best at the best creating ever, his own shot. maybe the best ever at creating a shot for a team, either whether it be him or Steve, Kyle Corver yeah. in the corner or Avery Bradley or Danny, you know what I mean. So, I just think that. The Lakers are built—they're built for each other, I should say that. The Clippers and the Lakers, and, and we shall see what uh, what happens. Um, as for the MVP race, again, I still think Giannis. I think LeBron—what would LeBron have to do in the next 20 games to win it?
1: Just keep what he's doing. He had 28 last night, 37 against the Bucs. Uh, not only just scoring, but just being that playmaker for that team. Ever, yeah,
0: I think ever since the All-Star break, his, he's, like, over 30 points per game. Yeah, he's been like on a, another level. Which is, like, a big jump, like, a sizable jump from, like, 25 a game pre-All-Star. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think he can win it. But, like, you know, Giannis also has to play his part by either resting because of that injury or, like, Budenholzer might have to rest him for LeBron to get it. Or Giannis just may... Tear up the league after losing to LeBron. Here's a
1: question you have to consider about the MVP race: Do you take into account the postseason, or do you not?
0: I do, but the I do voters, don't. Like the voters should, but they don't. They don't, yeah. Because like last year, what did we do? We gave Giannis the MVP, and then and then what happened? He played he, terrible and in then the postseason. Co- and then Nick Nurse decided to put the best defensive player in the NBA on him. Genius, right? <clears throat> and then they funneled him into Ibaka, Marcus Sol, Um, and then Siakam too. He was all over the place too. They had really they had a really good defensive team last year, the Raps. And then Giannis wasn't ready. He didn't know what to do. He he, isn't, he doesn't really know how to pass out of double teams either. So like even if like you're even if you're walling up, he can still find shooters. That's why that's why LeBron's so good. You can't really double LeBron. because yeah. he's one of the best passers to ever live. So he
1: has great vision.
0: The shooting numbers for the Lakers, even when LeBron's not playing well, are. You know they can be good. Like if you're, Giannis isn't really like a great passer yet. He, he's a good passer, but he's not a great passer. So when he tries to find these shooters uh, last year against the um against the Raptors, it wasn't like all these the, the passes weren't on point. Um, and you know he kind of just sh- kind of struggled to close out games. Um, but you know Kawhi, obviously was just maybe Kawhi was just that good, right? I have to, I'd have to rewatch some of those games. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I value. The postseason way more than your average person, because like, I've, I've just been like, that's where legends are made. Honestly, I've just been like accustomed to just like it's the Warriors' fault, right? And LeBron, like they go to the finals every year. Like, yeah, for the past seven, like the past seven years of my of me watching the NBA, everything I've ever heard is just like, oh, this team doesn't like this doesn't matter that doesn't matter. Just wait for the playoffs because we know who's gonna win. Um, so that's kind of been like the narrative for the past what decade plus in the NBA. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, Giannis, the jump shot is it's improved, but it's not there yet. No, you can't Um, be taking six threes a game like you did against the Lakers. Right? Yeah, Um, he can certainly make them, but it's not there yet. So you know, what might happen this year? We're probably gonna give Giannis the MVP again, and he might lose to Miami. He might lose to Boston. He might lose to Philly if Ben Simmons and Embiid get healthy. Like I don't know, but. What I do know is that LeBron James, even the Raptors could yeah, still potentially of, I, beat the Bucs. Yeah, I mean they're the Buc- they're not going anywhere so soon. Who the Raptors? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're the Raptors are very good. I mean, Nick Nurse is my coach of the year. Just gonna throw that out there. I mean, you lose the MVP of the Finals, and then what are they? The second seed still? Yeah, they're. Yeah, I think they're the second seed. They're all so you know, there. They're 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 balling. I mean, um, they could certainly beat the Bucks. I think the Bucks. Have a ceiling, so we'll see. Um, all right, let's get to our next topic. Um, the Brooklyn Nets fired Kenny Atkinson after 61 games. Um, they went 29 and 33 under him. So this was kind of surprising, right? Very surprising. Like a year after making
1: their first playoff appearance since since whenever a couple. It's been a couple years for well, them. They made it last year with yeah. Like, that's what I meant. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah.
0: Be like before that mm-hmm. season. That was like took them a couple that years. Was like Pierce. That was like the Paul Pierce and Joe Johnson days. Yeah,
1: Darren Williams.
0: Yeah, that was like 2014 or something. Nate Robinson too. He might have been on the Bulls, but no, not Continue anymore. anyway. My
1: bad. Um, so in his first season, they went 20 and 62, and just like as a little bit of like where they how mm-hmm. they got there. Yeah. yeah. The last season they made uh they went 42 and 40. So that's like a 20. That's a 22 game improvement. D'Angelo Russell All Star. Exactly, yeah. in in Kenny Atkinson's system.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great system. I enjoyed watching the Nets play. It really was, and I yeah. think it could have worked for Kyrie Blossoms. and KD
1: if he didn't get fired. Karis
0: LeVert Blossom, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I just think he's a great coach at developing players and you know strategy and all that. I was very surprised when they fired him. I thought they would give him another year. I mean, Kyrie, <coughs> he's done for the year now. KD didn't even play. Well, like was, he didn't have a lot to work. It was with reported. Since he lost it was Russell. reported
0: that it was reported that Kyrie didn't want him. Yeah. To begin with, and he wanted he always wanted Tyron Lue to begin with. That came out like a few days ago after the after the firing.
1: Yeah, I also heard KD actually criticized Atkinson in a, in a team meeting, which is not this good. this whole Nets thing. Weird. makes
0: no sense to me for the following reasons because Durant when he when he decided to go there was like, you know, I love the system, man. And then like a few days ago he was like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, man. I, I've been doing some YouTube research on Kenny Atkinson. Like, no, you weren't, dude. Like, what system were you, were you trying to go to from – you were leaving the best system on earth yeah. uh, in Golden State. What system are you going to that's so appealing in Brooklyn? The system is you in the midpost and Kyrie running pick and roll. That's the system. Like, there's no Steph and Clay and Draymond in that system. So I don't know what he's really referring to in terms of, like, like, this is weird. It's very weird in Brooklyn right now. It's a fishy it situation. Is. Right,
1: this is a type of like situation where if you're not careful and get a good head coach, it could linger. They could be on just keep recycling head coaches, especially with players like Katie and Ky- Kyrie who voice their opinions. You know, cl- like they have personalities that <laughs> rub rub people the wrong way and can really
0: butt heads with people. Mm-hmm. So, do you think Atkinson gets hired this season, or do you think it's just- not smart not to wait. this smart season. To wait.
1: Not this season. Teams always wait till the end yeah. of the season. Um I could actually see the Knicks trying to sign him. I mean, he helped the Nets with the rebuild, but I wouldn't like it it could be smart right across the pond. It's good for the Atkinson family, right? They don't have to move. Exactly. I mean,
0: I don't know, dude. What's interesting with the Nets, I don't know who they're gonna look at. Tyron Liu. That's what I was just saying. Kyrie Irving wants him, apparently. That was reported by I don't know. Another Loge
1: maybe. Another head coaching candidate. Also, I've which watched. could be a huge splash. Becky Hammond, would be the wow. first female. That'd be female great for the league. Ad. That'd be great for the league. Let me tell you why this could happen though. You know Sean I know you're Marks is a big Marks Becky the Hammond G- fan.
0: <laughs> I know you're a big Becky. Hammond I think
1: fan. she's very smart.
0: Um, I mean, she can't not be smart. She's working yeah, alongside the,
1: Pop. Exactly. Um, but mm-hmm. you know the GM for the Nets, Sean Marks, mm-hmm. he's a former front office guy in San Antonio. So he's very familiar with the way they operate and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And Becky, she's an assistant right now with Pop. You said that. But Pop got ejected like a couple days ago from a game. And guess who stepped up to coach? Duncan. Tim Duncan. So So that might seem to me like Pop would rather have Duncan take over when he retires. So why not connect him in with someone who knows the Spurs, like, mm-hmm. how it works, the coaching, front office. So I think it could be – she could be a surprise for the Nets. Not
0: in a bad way either. <laughs> I think it's a great idea for the league. I think she's a genius. I watch a good amount of Spurs games because I've always loved the way they play and um, their culture or whatever. But something about coaching Durant and Kyrie Irving as your first destination. Exactly. That's the question Especially mark. when you're going to be the first woman to, like It's – It'd be tricky. I don't tricky. Know about that, you know especially with with Durant Kyrie. So this again like I'm not I don't want to like leave the subject yet. Like this Nets thing is so weird to me. I think that they're imminent to combust next year. Combustion is imminent with this team. Yeah. You disagree. I, no, I don't disagree. You'd, you'd agree. I agree. Like like I was saying, I don't and This isn't this, this isn't just the Knicks fan and me talking. Yeah. I genuinely think that like
1: come on. I mean I just I don't know what direction the Nets are going in. Katie and Kar- Ka- eh, excuse me, Katie and Kyrie, just I don't think are good fit together. They seem like good friends, but they're I don't great know. friends. There's it's just something about those two personalities together. I can't wait for DeAndre together. Jordan to
0: take the starting job from Jared Allen next year because you know he's boys with Durant and Kyrie, right? Yeah. Like, Jared Allen is so much better. I think he. I think DeAndre was starting the other night. Yeah. After after after, after, after the
1: firing, he was also a reason. acting kind of got fired.
0: That's kind of skeptical. Yeah. Like what's going well, I mean, on in Brooklyn? That's what I'm saying.
1: DeAndre voiced his opinions on Atkinson, didn't like him. He's I read an article <laughs> about it, so it makes
0: sense why he'd start this after this. Ve- this is just really weird. Like, if your best player, who just won the past two Finals MVP, says, "Yeah, yeah, dude, you know I've been looking up some YouTube research on you. You know you're a really good coach. Like, I love I love what you do," like, and then he gets fired before your best player even suits up. I mean, like, what's going on? There's got to be something else,
1: maybe some friction between Atkinson and the front office, not just the players.
0: But, like, I don't understand that because he got Levert, Allen, Spencer, Nimity, like, he developed I know. these guys. He made them. He made, he made D'Lo an all-star. He literally got Durant for D'Angelo Russell. Like, he, you know, I don't know. I think that they're going to implode next year, and I can't wait as a Knicks fan to, to watch it happen. I can't wait because I think Kyrie and KD, even the,
1: the New York media – being oh, yeah. so disgruntled that, Obviously, be that great.
0: too. Um, all right, let's talk about the Rockets because last time we were on here, we talked about them and they were like 1,500 and 0. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's they, been They were making every three. They were making every three. They were making every layup. Russ looked like an MVP for those 10 games. Fast forward to March 9th and they've lost four in a row. Small ball, yeah, like it's pretty hard, right? Like This shit's tiring. Like P.J. Tucker, the shit's hard, sorry. You got to guard all these guys. Like, they're much bigger than you. Yeah, um, especially
1: when you run into a team like the Magic who have, like, 200 centers on the yeah, roster. So they, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So they lost to the Knicks in a close game. They shot, like, 55% from three. I'm not worried, I'm not worried about that. Russ played great. They lost to the Knicks. Like, if, whenever the Knicks win against a good team, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, that was just a really, like, you know, R.J. Barrett had, like, 55 points. So we're going to move on from that Rockets loss. But then they lost to the Magic. Yesterday, the loss of the Hornets. Before that, they got embarrassed by the Clippers in a yeah. game that we thought was going to be close, really interesting Not because that. because they, both teams can go small. And then we realized, oh, one team has Kawhi and Paul George, the other one has James and Russ, and two of those guys are a lot better than the other two, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we saw. Um, now again, they lost this to the the Hornets. What the, the Rockets lost to the Hornets was very. Yeah. This what well, this well. Is what this is about to me is um. <clears throat> it's just their sh- three point shooting variance. Like we could talk all you want about five guards, but like at the end of the day, you just got to make your threes. Like when they were winning in the small ball lineup, they were missed. They were making they were all their threes. They were yeah. red hot. That's what it comes down to. And now the past four games, they you know they shot nine to thirty two last night. That's like twenty eight percent from three. I'm pretty sure they were high twenties, low thirties. The rest of the other three losses. So when you don't make your shots, if you're the Rockets and you don't make your threes, you're gonna lose. There's no way around it. It's their variance. It's when they it's when they when they traded for Robert Cummington and they gave away their center. What they did was double down on their upside, which is we can make a lot of twos and we can switch everything and we can run and all this stuff. But what they didn't what they what they did do also is they their downside got a lot worse. Like they increased their upside, but they also increased their downside. So when then so when it doesn't work and you are making your threes and you're getting out, you're getting out rebounded by thirty, you're gonna lose no matter who you're playing. So I mean, it's variance. It's it's what they're doing. It's Daryl Morey. What do you think? Do you think that this is they're gonna they're gonna pick it up before the rest of the season, or do you think this is? I don't know. Like, but like players like that are govern,
1: that are guarding centers like Covington. Like do you just think this Tucker, thing is going to work? their like, bodies are gonna get worn out? I just, I agree. I think by the playoffs they might get tired. I think he, I think
0: they're already tired. Yeah. PJ's tired. He's doing like a, I don't think people realize like what he's doing is so hard. He's never done yeah. it in his life and nobody's ever done it at his size at his size in their lives, right? Yeah he's guarding center after center every night.
1: Um, I was guarding someone I was playing basketball the other day guarding <coughs> someone like cut, like four inches taller than me maybe. Like it's I tiring. was I was gassed after. Not even like guarding the I post. I can't even imagine even guarding KJ Tucker guarding like, someone like Rudy Gobert.
0: Yeah, like not even guarding the post. Like when you have to switch out on these guards and slide your feet across the perimeter and then, and then run back in down to the paint, box out, try to get the rebound. Like the most important part of the Rockets is getting the rebound, because then you can run, then you can give it to Russ and James and get your three point shooters spaced out. Like they can't rebound against certain teams. Like that's why I think against the Lakers and against the Clippers, against the Clippers they just don't match up. Because the Clippers can go small, and they're just better. Those those five guys are just better. Against the Lakers, like, P.J. can't guard Anthony Davis, right? No. So, like, no shot. Yeah, so, like, he's just going to be tired. He can't make his threes as a result. I think... I mean, Russ has been fine in this stretch still. He's still playing well. James is playing pretty bad. I mean, the numbers look great, obviously. But, but he had 10 turnovers yeah. in one of those games. Um, 6 of 19 shooting. I mean, he's just, having, he's just, he's just struggling. So, I mean... We'll see where it goes. I mean, I don't. I don't think that they can't win the title, because if they make their threes, they could beat anybody. But it's not. It's not but they're not going to make their yeah, threes, right?
1: I mean, they they're very talented. Like, shooters what's the but, What's the line on them
0: winning the title right now? Would you say? I, I plus, don't know. plus a lot. Plus four. No, nah, plus like a thousand. Because the odds, yeah, the odds definitely shifted. Um, after this weekend, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I love Harden, but I don't think he can. I just don't think this can win a championship. I don't think they it can. took the Warriors to seven two years ago. Like that was a that was a, that was a success. That wasn't a failure.
1: A couple weeks ago, I thought they could make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, last week we were very positive. Last on week
0: them. we were last time we were on here, we were talking about how they can't miss and like it's like it, the NBA has never seen this. Like, could this work? Um, but you know, it's peaks and troughs. I think week to week, they just kind of it just depends on their shooting. It, uh, exactly, like, right? That's all. That's a simple shooting
1: streaky. Like it's three point yeah. shooting. It's never gonna be like amazing all the time.
0: It's never gonna be amazing all the time. You're right. Um. So that will uh, do it for um this episode of. 94 feet guys um, the playoffs are right around the corner as we have about like 20-ish games left in the season um, big thanks to Evan as always I'm headed to Barcelona this week uh, so no pod Sunday but we will be back for the um, the playoffs um, obviously stay safe out there coronavirus. coronavirus I'm going to Barcelona I might get it but stay safe guys um, we will talk to you soon.